The following is a podcast from St. George's Episcopal Church in Arlington, Virginia. We invite you to support the ministries of St. George's Church through a one-time or reoccurring donation. To give, visit our webpage, www.stgeorgeschurch.org. The word saint is spelled in full. St. George's is a vibrant and inclusive community that is committed to loving God, serving others, and changing the world. Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to John. Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has sent me has seen the Father. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praised. Praised. In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, good morning and happy Pentecost to you. What a joy to celebrate the great feast of Pentecost with you. It's very nice for those of us who are retired clergy to have the regular clergy get out of town once in a while. (laughs) Gives us a chance, you know. I don't want to wear out. I don't want to rust out. I'd rather wear out. So... So it is. When I say it's a joy, it really is. And it is really such a remarkable day for all the followers of Jesus. And we are followers of Jesus. Therefore, this is an important day, and it is full of grace for us, whether we are fully awake or not. Millennia have passed since the events reported in our Acts of the Apostles scripture today. Still, I think of today as a kind of wrinkle in time. You know, the Madeleine Langle kind of idea that 
time can kind of wrinkle and come together. The Pentecost event is an ever-present reality when we allow it to be. In the very telling of the story, the author of Acts invites us to enter into the moment, to open ourselves to the spirit of the living God. As Jesus said to the, in the Gospel of John, you know the spirit of truth because the spirit abides with you and will be in you. It was just a few miles from here, many, to be exact, 40 years ago, that I first sang this prayer in the company of a group of women called the Little Sisters of Jesus. Now, their mission and ministry is to live present, to live the Christian message among the poorest of the poor. And when they opened their evening prayer, they would often sing this little prayer. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Their home at that time was located at 7th and Irving Streets Northeast, and I was a student at Catholic University. So many evenings I would wander down the street from my dorm for a time of prayer with the sisters. I was always welcome. Frequently the words of this little hymn were used to begin a time of silent prayer. My hope then was much the same as my hope today. It is to continually discern how God calls me to live out the fundamental grace of baptism, discipleship. Today it is my hope that each of you will join me in this prayer and that the Holy Spirit will come upon us. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill our hearts. Pentecost is a day of renewal for each of us. We wear red as a symbol of the divided tongues of fire that appeared with the sound of the rushing wind. We learn through the Acts of the Apostles that all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. We too hope that all of us will be filled again and again with the Holy Spirit. Remember the words of Moses? Would that all the Lord's people, would that all the Lord's people were prophets. Fire is really a mixed symbol, isn't it? We are pained as we watch the devastating effects of forest fires the quick spread of the flames as they destroy acre upon acre. The landscape of that particular place is changed forever. From some perspectives, forest fires are nature's tool for regeneration of an entire area. It is hard to fathom this from the vantage point of the firefighter or the person losing their home the burning is so hot, so complete, nothing escapes 
the power of this natural fire. When we ponder the, Holy, the Pentecost event, we can appreciate the tongues of fire in this scripture as symbols of complete change and renewal of the landscape of God's people. The old order has passed and the new is fully present on this particular day. The new covenant and the new people of God have become manifest in these sights and sounds of Pentecost. So it is mildly dangerous to wear red today and to pray, come Holy Spirit. The mighty fire of the grace of the Holy Spirit just might fill our hearts. Imagine. Imagine. Pentecost is a day of renewal. The renewal of our understanding of the breadth and the depth of the Christian church. As many languages and tribes that were present in Jerusalem on that first Pentecost understood the proclamation of the disciples we are blessed to know that the gospel is spoken in many languages in many congregations today. A reminder that we are diverse and hear the gospel each in our own language. Think of our brothers and sisters today in the Middle East. Think of the Iraqi Christians and all that they have suffered those handful of Christians who remain in the Holy Land and all that they suffer. They hear the gospel in their own tongue and we listen to the same gospel in our own tongue. It is really the miracle of our faith that it is all one faith our faith, the faith of the Christians throughout the world is full and rich and deep, full of the grace of God. And renewing our understanding of that is part of our celebration of today's feast. It is this very worldwide nature of the Christian faith that becomes a vehicle for enlivening our understanding. There is significance in telling of the event of Pentecost and how each one present in Jerusalem on that day heard the disciples proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ in their own language. Truth be told, we each have our own inner language, don't we? And we open our hearts to hear the gospel according to our own hearing. I mean, communication is a loop, isn't it? When I go to a place that I have not been before and engage with a Christian community, my life and faith are enlivened and enriched. 
Imagine how different the lived experience of our faith is today in Jerusalem. Just think of Jerusalem today. The old city, probably where the Pentecost event occurred, is a very small place. And it is, sadly, something of an armed camp with soldiers at every corner. Think of the gospel today in places like Honduras or the Dominican Republic or our brothers and sisters in Haiti, in Ireland, the Sudan, and Kenya. Sometimes we do not need to go very far. Our brothers and sisters in the Orthodox churches, in the Baptist tradition, and others offer us yet another way to experience our faith. We have just to be open to that experience. As John Wesley once expressed it, his heart was strangely warmed at a prayer service where he heard the word proclaimed. The key here is openness, radical openness, that allows us to really hear the other. The Pentecost event is the reversal of the confusion of the Tower of Babel. Nobody understood each other, and they all made a mess of it. They couldn't get the job done. Pentecost says to us today to listen to one another. We can hear in our own way. We can all proclaim the gospel. We can all live the gospel. That's what God's call is to everyone who shares in this Pentecost event. Here again, the words of our epistle. They are so beautiful. Take them home. Make them your Bible study this week, okay? For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. No exceptions. All who are led. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Oh, how easy that is. But you have received a spirit of adoption. You are God's special child. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is the very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. One more little story. I was on an airplane flying to the Holy Land, and it was absolutely packed with Orthodox families. And there was a little family behind us. And I realized there was a little boy there, about four years old, the age of my precious grandson. And as the day broke and people were stirring and prayers were being said, the little fellow kept saying to his daddy, Abba, Abba, and then he would say something in Hebrew and I couldn't understand a word he said, but I thought, how sweet, how beautiful. I have never heard that word said by a child before. And it was so loving. The spirit in us is a loving spirit. Abba, Father, Abba. It is that very spirit, witness with 
witnessing with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Of course, dear Paul, in this wonderful passage from Romans, adds, if in fact we suffer with him, so that we also may be glorified with him. We pray today especially for those Christians who are called upon to suffer so greatly. We pray that God will enliven and renew our spirits, that we will not be fearful Christians, but that we, who have received the freedom of the children of God, come Holy Spirit, come. Fall afresh on me. Melt me, mold me, fill me, use me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Amen.